Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the Christmas Pod Swap, where I introduce you to another great podcast I think that you'll like, and they return the favor. That's how this works. It's Christmas, the time for giving and receiving. Um, here on Insane in the Fembrane, we've chosen a podcast called Your Next Episode and their interview with the Scummy Mummies. Um, Your Next Episode is hosted by Louise Daniels and Amy Cooper and the Scummy Mummies are Ellie Gibson and Helen Thorne. Uh, but very funny. They're very funny, the Scummy Mummies. And Amy, I've seen Amy actually, I gigged with her recently. Very funny. She does this character. I can't remember what, it's, what she's called, but she's like a um, like a fitness guru, like, you, like a Joe Wicks type. And it's hilarious. And Louise Daniels is absolutely superb, top-notch human, brilliant podcast host, and uh, and and she's uh, she's uh, knocking off old producer Paul. Yeah, been doing that for years. Um, yeah, but all that aside, it's a brilliant podcast. Um, so yeah, the Scummy Mummies, stand-up comics, and hosts of their own award-winning podcast. So get onto that immediately. It's absolutely brilliant. And I'm going to say there is so much laughter in this episode and some actual snorting. I tell you what. When there's something as a comedian, yes, you want people to laugh, but you want to get them to snort, like be uncontrollably laughing where they lose all bodily functions. It all just goes out the window. They spit drinks or they slap their fire and or they don't know what they're doing <laughs> is, is what we're after, really. So there's a lot of that in this. So, so laugh and snort along with your next episode and the Scummy Mummies in just a second. Even on a budget, Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. 
This week's guests are the Scummy Mummies, comedians Ellie Gibson and Helen Thorne. Of course, you've heard of them. Their hilarious podcast has over 4 million downloads and is listened in 150 countries. Uh, And their stand-up comedy shows around the UK are always a sellout. Uh, The podcast started seven years ago as a brutally honest uh, account of parenting and has evolved now into also being an account of being a woman, being women in their 40s. Uh, they have no shortage of really big name guests because they're absolutely adored and respected. So we're really, really honoured to have them on today. So welcome, Ellie and Helen. Thanks. Oh, that, that, what a lovely that. intro. Thank you for having I us. I know. I, thought, I was like, <laughs> well, I, I thought, Ellie, who is she talking about? These women, <laughs> these women <laughs> sound amazing. Saunders. Yes. Yeah. Melon Sue. That was like well. a Michael Aspel uh, type uh, yeah, intro, well, wasn't You it? know what a big fan I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Um, uh, <laughs> well, no, welcome. And, you know, when I sent that email um, to you, in which I think I put our numbers, um, and then I then discovered that you have over four million downloads. So I was like, oh, my, our little paltry numbers, they must have been sniggering at those. But <laughs> oh, we had a huge <laughs> laugh behind your back, honestly. We pissed oh. for about an hour. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, we, this is the thing. Like when we started podcasts. I mean, I think Ellie and I basically invented podcasting, didn't we, Ellie? Um, as far as I remember, yeah. Yes, it was all sort of powered by horse and cart, etc. When we started seven and a half years ago. <laughs> so you know, if we got two thousand downloads in a week, we were fucking Johnny Two Dicks. We were really excited <laughs> about it. Um, Are we so, allowed to swear on this? By the way, I realise. Yes, we yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I don't, Ellie. <laughs> I, I don't think she would have been. Invited us on. <laughs> we we yeah. have had a few incidences right le- lately where we've had like clients who've wanted to sponsor the podcast, and they're like, "Yes, we we want to be involved with the Scummy Mummies." And then mm. further down the line, they listen to the podcast and they're like, "Oh no, it's too sweary and filthy. Yeah. They're dreadful oh, really? women." Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, they go, "Oh, we want to do a real honest portrayal of motherhood," and then they go, "Oh well, not that honest. Uh, that's, no, that's too honest. <laughs> no, <laughs> filthy smut. Disgusting. Uh, the audience will not appreciate that." in any way no. will they because you never swear in real life when you're bringing up young children oh. I mean that just that just doesn't happen does no it? absolutely no it doesn't make you want to go for fuck's sake every five minutes no motherhood's oh, yeah. nothing like that um, so no. yeah you, you've touched on the fact that you set this podcast up like back in the day when nobody really knew what a podcast was I mean uh, why how did that all start and did that come before the comedy uh, we're pioneers uh, basically yeah. yes we are we are <laughs> the Emmeline Pankhurst of the podcasting generation in many ways I like to say um, yeah no so so what happened was um, I it was after I had my first baby I did a comedy course because that's a natural progression um, just to see what it'd be like <laughs> and at my third ever gig I met Helen who used to do right. comedy in Australia and then had taken a break to have kids and move over here and all of that and anyway um, surprisingly we really got on um, we, we haven't <laughs> since it's been very difficult but that night we really got on and um, so we were doing open mic gigs together not as a double act but just as, as mates kind of thing and we used to just make each other laugh all the time and my background is like in video games and tech so I'd done I'd done games podcasts before and I thought well, why don't we, you know, why don't we record ourselves, make each other laugh and put it on the internet? Because uh, mm. at that time, I will say this, at that time, there, there were parents in podcasts, no. but they weren't very many. They were all American, as I recall. Mm. And they were all about things like which car seat you should buy and, you know, 
uh, right. favourite muslin. And we were like, I, I, that's not what I want <laughs> no. to talk about now. No. Um, so because we, it we is a real backlash. Yeah, it's a real backlash, isn't it, against that? Um, I'm imagining then, you know, and I think there still is, that expectation of women and mothers in particular to be really nice and polite and nurturing and literally loving every minute of, of mothering. Mm. Um, and your podcast is a, is a backlash, you know, against that, aren't there, isn't it? And Yeah, and, and we, we do, we ultimately, and we do love being mothers, but it's a really difficult job and it's hilarious mm. and it's messy and it's confronting both, you know, as uh, for yourself individually, but then if you're in a couple, it's really confronting as well. And all that awkwardness and hard bits, you know, is is a wonderful gift to comedy. <laughs> yeah, of course. And and um, and I think you know it's cathartic to be able to talk about things that you find hard, and it's cathartic about talking about things that are disgusting. Um, so yeah. I think I think this is the thing. It's like Ellie and I when we met, we we sort of thought, oh well, I feel like this, and she feels like this. Surely we're not alone and it turns out we're not it turns out there's no. and and you know you mentioned <clears throat> you know it's listened to in 150 different countries i think the experience of motherhood is universal and like yeah. and all those sort of um you know that, those shifts in your life um you know is 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 a really big thing to confront so yeah i think i think this is it's good and also fuck it you know in the early days it was a great excuse for ellie and i to get pissed every fortnight <laughs> yeah. at ellie's house and yeah, go oh no we're working time. we're working <laughs> Um, so that was great. <laughs> Fantastic. So I guess back then you were talking about like the, the, the changing nappies and, and, and discussing all the baby phases. And I guess as you've moved out of that phase, I guess your audience has come with you. And have you, I guess you're going to be making material and content and chatting about the stuff that's happening with your kids now or even just in your own lives. Is it, is it sort of, has it grown from that? But definitely, yeah. I think um, yeah, we 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 don't really talk so much about things like childbirth and breastfeeding these days. Um, partly because mm. we've we've done podcasts about those subjects before, and also partly because it's just not what's of interest to us at the moment, to be honest. Mm. Um, so if you want to hear us talk about that, they, those podcasts exist. But we want to in the vault now. Go back the vault, into exactly. the vault if you if you want to. It's so yeah. good. You, it, it, it's it's really good that you didn't back yourself into that corner of just being about oh well, we're just about parenting. It's 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 essentially about you too isn't it and the chemistry that you have that's your that's your brand to me yeah it's it's, yes, it's the, about it's struggling the... to make a relationship work isn't it helen <laughs> <laughs> every fucking day ellie um so every day <laughs> every day is a struggle um <laughs> no it is i think i mean it is it's the ellie ellie and helen show it is it is a documentation of our lives but also of the amazing people that we've met along the way and how um we we've evolved as as women as parents as comedians all that sort of thing god mm. you listen back to some of those early episodes and do you remember ellie we're like hello we are the scummy mummies over to you now ellie <laughs> it's really funny yeah. and that's like oh you fucking slag stop going on tinder yeah. <laughs> we're a condom helen um you know like <laughs> um so so it's, it's the progress yeah I love that. That's the pro. Yeah. And a face mask, for fuck's sake. Jesus Christ. <laughs> wash your fucking face and wash your fucking face mask. <laughs> it's interesting. That I'm, I'm, I, I, I'll confess I have actually seen you guys live. Um, Why is that a confession? Why is that a confession? <laughs> <laughs> like it's a birthday. <laughs> You're allowed to see a, a 
presumably you bought a ticket. Unless you did. Or something. I know, fuck me. It, it wasn't a comp. It wasn't a comp situation. Um, I, it was just a very, very drunken night and it was a real escape from the, like, the drudgery of having young kids at that time because I, I did and I guess it was about three or four years ago, something like that. Mm. So are you now talking about your kids and the ages that they're at and what they're going through or have you moved from that? I think it's a mix now because I think, you know, um, we have obviously connected with a huge amount of women because we're mothers and, you know, we still talk about World Book Day and, like, Ellie did a really funny post about trying to quickly do a, you know, a Christmas card (laughs) in time and, like, submitting it when it was wet. So, and just, you know, just the chaos and the mess and the endless fucking washing. I think Mm. that that's important to talk about because I think that, 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 you know, that's connection and the fact we give our children fish fingers and chicken nuggets on most nights um, of the Mm. week. (laughs) But I think, but also, yeah, I think we, we, in terms of the show, in terms of the live conversation, we talk a lot more about relationships and being women and our bodies changing and all that sort of stuff. And that that I find really satisfying. We're not doing jokes about nappy changing anymore. So, yeah. you know, and you can only write comedy about what you know. Um, <laughs> and also I just remember in February this year, Ellie and I were driving around the van going, geez, it's really hard to write comedy at the moment because, um, you know, everything's kind of going well and we've sold out our tour. 2020 is <laughs> great. <laughs> Oh my god, we're both married and we're both happy and then yeah. Oh god. That would be the bit in the movie where the, the soundtrack changes slightly. Yeah, and then the, the car comes to a screech and then you go fuck and then March happened. Uh so that was Yeah. And the narrator oh is god. like, little did they know that everything is yeah. about to get completely fucked. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh god but someone else a funny thing as well so um, one of our favourite guests uh, Steph Douglas also known as Steph mm. don't buy her flowers um, yeah. we've had her on a few times and the last she wrote to me a couple of weeks ago because the last time she was on which was it early this year Helen I can't remember it was before all the shit kicked off anyway yeah yeah and there's a bit in that podcast where that's right it must have been at the end of last year because she's like what what are your sort of goals for 2020 and I was like oh do you know what I I just I like being on tour it's really good being out and about and working hard but I'd really like I'd really like to be at home more I'd like to spend a bit more time (laughs) at home Oh god. And the universe answered. It turns out, yeah, it turns out I'm a witch. I'm an actual sorcerer. So that's um, well done me. Well done. Yeah. Oh god. Oh my god. But, but you know, but you were able to uh, you know, I found your stories and things very comforting during lockdown. It was, you know, because you kept you know, you did keep sort of do, you know, doing those and you know, people want people want a friend in their ear and a um I suppose a someone a peer who can like inform them and help them and feel their way through mm. stuff that's dark um, and that sense of a shared experience as well, which you do really well on um, you know on Instagram your your Instagram feed your stories you know for example uh, 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 really you know really do that that con- connectivity um, do, do you presumably you get a lot of um, people getting in touch to let you know how much you're helping them is that something you're really proud of I'm I'm sure yeah I think I think that's I think that's one of the things I really love about what we do is when we connect with Mm. women you know both in the UK and and across the world and when people go oh fuck thank you for posting your shitty house Helen because that makes me feel better about my shitty house um so and I think I think just that connection and Ellie Ellie's stories with her dad and Ellie's stories with her Um, yes. uh, husband, uh, uh, I think mm-hmm. our best work. I, I will yeah. take claim and say our our work. Oh. But, I think, but your but 
Ellie, Ellie is so fucking good at that and she's smart and sarcastic, but um, she's really good at nailing that relationship and all that sort of thing. So I think I think those, and, and I actually think now, now that I've become a single parent, that is an actual win and a strength because we are now connecting with a much broader audience and like one in four, mm. one in four mothers are single mothers. And so that's 25% of our audience that we can kind of connect to now. But also I feel talking about what it's like to be a single mother is good for mothers in in couples who get a window into what it's like when you're the only one you're the double parent as someone said like when you're doing oh god yeah because in your stories you were you know you've talked about you that you have to like suddenly do everything all of you know there's no sharing of the no of all the of the load yeah no and if a child's sick in the night you are there no one else is helping Mm. you or you go fuck there's no ham for tomorrow um all right Mm. kids at seven o'clock at night in the dark when it's raining we've 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 all got to go to the supermarket together so i think i think and that's something that if you're in a married couple you wouldn't necessarily think about and you know just check in with your single parent friends and that sort of stuff Mm. but on the same time on the weekend i have a toy myself so you know like (laughs) we all live vicariously through you Yeah, so I think I think I just wish good. we were snogging somebody else, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not- so, but that sort of transition though is like is something that I think you uh, you've picked up on really. But that transition transition is really hard. So transition into parenthood uh, and then into single parenthood transition into your 40s you know you're you know and you're absolutely in control of your material you say what you want how you want to say it Mm. um and but all of that stuff as you say the difficult stuff is the stuff that probably gives you the the most material and your audience really love you for it i think as well you know they really do well that's that's lovely i do i i i hope so um because Mm. we don't you know we don't kind of ever sit down and strategize you know what kind of content we're going to put out we don't have a meeting about right this week you need to talk about being single and, no. and I'll go for three runs and talk about that um like it doesn't oh, it doesn't feel contrived at no, all it's very it. very organic and, well, yeah, and I think it's, that's it's, it's lazy it feels disorganized because it's fucking lazy mate um, that's that's our brand. We don't, we don't know how. Yeah, that's it. We don't we don't know how to be anyone else but ourselves. No, and no. Yeah. and we we've never set out to educate or inform. It's always just been to entertain. And so it's yeah. lovely when people write and say, "Oh, I didn't know this," or "You've helped me with this," because we go, "Oh, blimey, yeah. there we go." And then we feel like Nelson Mandela for the day. So it's good. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and do you feel more confident now that you're in your forties? Has that changed? Have you developed more of a a uh, sense of freedom because like, m- m- as people go into their 40s women in particular often say that they get that sort of like literally not giving a fuck about anything mm. um, uh, or worrying at all has that changed for you at all going into your 40s or have you always been fairly like that anyway um, <laughs> I, I would say it's been a, a massive sort of change for me um, because I did I mean I've always been a show off but I, there is there's, there's lots of <laughs> lots of things that I've um, lacked confidence about and I think mm. you know I think being 40 but also being in the scummy mummies and be- Ellie has been an amazing 
um, influence in terms of like, there's so many things where I'd be worried about. She's like, who gives a fuck, Helen? Just do it. And and so yeah. I would say, I would say, or she's you like, know, oh, doing drugs or like, you know, <laughs> stealing, things, stealing things from shops, things like that. Just do it. Stop <laughs> being so wet and just do it. Come on. <laughs> I can get on with it. Um, but you, yeah, you've got each other, haven't you? Yeah. As well, for everything that you, yeah. So, you know, but can we just discuss um, getting into dating in your 40s, Helen? Because you've become single this year. Yeah. Um, um, and my understanding is, is, you know, it's been a long time since you've dated. And I'm assuming that things have changed enormously, you know, the, uh, within the dating landscape. You know, there's you know, apps, Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, you know, a whole and a whole different etiquette, mm. you know. And that's and just three of the guys she's seeing. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't mentioned Fabio oh, just, yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's, Dave Hinge, Tommy uh, Bumble, and uh, Ian Tinder, isn't it? Ian Tinder? Yeah. Ian Tinder. And his brother it, David Tinder. I'm seeing two Tinder yeah. at the moment. <laughs> is, it, is it like, you know, like shopping online or like on demand for a hookup? Yeah. Are you, yeah. Are you bombarded? Are you bombarded with dick pics? That's what I want to know. Or is it more nuanced than that? I mean, is it, I've got so many, here, so many questions She's I've got. So Okay, online dating 101. Right, it is incredibly (laughs) easy to put a photo of yourself on a dating app and then you'd be surprised how many men want to have sex with you. As Ellie said, do you have a vagina? Yes, let's have sex. Um, So is it a confidence booster then? Does that boost your confidence a bit? You're like, oh, I have got a vagina. Yes, it's really... (laughs) We are compatible. Yes. Yeah, I think I think in the early the early messy months when you have you you don't know who you are, you don't know what's going on. Like mm. the dating apps are a, a delicious distraction because you have gone from being someone and someone's to on your mm. own and like I haven't dated for 22 years. And so to be yeah. desired and for for you know a hot young Italian who's 29 to say hey sexy lady, I'd be like yeah, I'm all for this. Um, so yeah. um, so so I think you know, if they're speaking in that accent they're not really Italian. You do know that. No, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Shh, don't talk Fabio. Just 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 just, just feel your way. Um so like I think I think I think it's it's incredibly empowering it's incredibly liberating but um as i've spoken um to like psychologists and things about like that you need to know your boundaries you need to know your limits you need to feel confident about what you want and say what you need etc and i found that very liberating like there was a time where um i was texting a man and um and i said look um this is what i like and he said this is what i like he said like i'm a dad i've only got three hours um and and then he popped over for three hours and we did what we said we we're gonna do and then, <laughs> and then he went home exactly <laughs> and it was very nice. I had a lovely time. That's efficiency. Um, yes. <laughs> so, so, yeah, but but in terms of dick When you said, um, no, but can I just say, if someone, if a man said to me, oh, I've only got three hours, I'd be like, right, okay, fair enough. Yeah, have the sex. Then I've got a couple of shelves I need putting up. <laughs> um, also, um, I, I can't, there's a thing in the shed I can't reach. If you could just get that yeah, for me. Maybe yeah. mow the lawn quickly and that should uh-huh. take up the rest of the two hours and 48 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Exactly. So I think I think it's um you know and I'm I'm having a little break from the apps at the moment for all sorts of reasons. But um no I I, I really I'm enjoying the process of it and also I'm not in any hurry to be in a relationship. So having no. you know um having these experiences are great and like and some people yes have sent me dick pics and all that sort of stuff. But um 
the the person I'm seeing at the moment um, uh, doesn't send me dick pics. He sends me pictures of the food that he makes. And do you know what? I find that more erotic. He's sending me oh. pictures of like um, cinnamon swirls that he's been making and things like that. And I'm like, wow. do you know what? That's what I like. That's what I need right yeah. now. Or he'll send yeah. me, you know, music that he likes or whatever. And so there's sort of nicer, sort oh, of gentler yeah. exchanges that yeah. actually are actually kinder and, and more actually satisfying when you go, oh, I like that song or whatever. And so, and, you know, and 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 those sort of things. So I think that's great, but it can get incredibly mm. addictive and, and you can use them in, in, in the wrong way. You can spend hours just sort of scrolling through wanting to be wanted. And so you've got to yeah. kind of... Um, yeah, but you know, yeah, I've, I've had some lovely dates with some lovely men, um, and I've had a lovely time. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Oh, good. So I feel, okay, I feel, good. I feel great about it. But um, yeah, and, it, and you've got to know when it's too much and when you can have a break from it. And also, masturbation is a wonderful thing. And so, um, yeah. you know, all that sort of self pleasure and all that sort of shit um, is great. Yeah. Um, so anyway, la la la. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can I also can I also ask though is it a problem with like because you're really well known I mean you know what ha, has that been an issue with dating and also, well, I mean I suppose do you have much of a male audience no no one knows who I am or... no one but they can google me <laughs> oh, very okay. quickly so yeah. um and also I think it's more of a testament to the blokes if if they see like there's there's literally thousands of photos of me on the internet looking shit and you know yeah, um, then- and and messy and 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 if they if they're cool with that then I'm kind of cool yeah. with them because most yeah. of them go no I think it's really cool that you're a badass and in, empowered and I can see what you're doing for women and then I kind of think well no you're all right if you can sort of um yeah if you're if you're cool with that and you can see that i'm 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 a pretty cool lady um but yeah so th- i think that's I'm, kind of a yeah, test I imagine, for them yeah and i imagine that anyone who's then goes and goes oh i'll go and listen to her podcast is probably gonna fall you know madly in love madly in love <laughs> yeah because yeah, well because maybe. you know like <laughs> do, do you offend men do you think or do you do you have any idea what men think of your podcast of your do, do they come to your live shows i mean no I, I don't. they do they do so we yeah. have oh sorry i thought you meant the people i was sleeping with <laughs> no i mean <laughs> no anyway all anyway, of them carry on men out. in general ellie you answer this bit <laughs> well, it's, i sorry i i thought you mentioned that um i thought i thought you did mean the people she's been sleeping with as well but i've actually been sleeping <laughs> with a lot of the same people so i can speak yeah. for that. is someone opening up cap selection box what is that noise oh sorry no i was just eating some chocolate <laughs> we're doing a podcast <laughs> i'm speaking it's gonna I'm, make your I'm talking <laughs> i was just really right. hungry helen <laughs> let me explain to you how podcasts fine. work the microphone doesn't automatically turn on and off according to whether or not you are speaking it keeps recording <laughs> I'm so That's how that works. So so we've only sorry. done 191 episodes. I should have explained it before. You're quite right. You're quite right. If I may continue. Yeah. Um, and how did I know it would be chocolate? There we go. Um, yes, you so, did. Yes. Uh, yeah, so we do have, um, we usually have uh, maybe 
two to five men at each of our <laughs> shows. Oh. Oh. And so not a huge percentage, but do you know what? We've we've had some really lovely moments. Sometimes I have a bit of banter with them and often they're hilarious and they, they get into mm. it very quickly. And a lot of them have come up to us after the show saying, do you know what? I wasn't sure what this was going to be or I was a bit nervous when I walked in and saw it was all women or, you know, and but mm. I loved it and it, was, and, and it was so funny. And a lot of men say... I think you've just expressed every thought my wife has ever had in her head. <laughs> I'm mm. like, well, yeah, you know, you're yeah. welcome. Um, yeah. So we totally, we totally say to men, you're very welcome at the shows, and we won't bite you. Um, and no. yeah, apparently, apparently, it's a good laugh. Good. And you have men on your podcast, don't you, as well? So oh yeah, yeah. totally. I mean, so, I mean, blokes should be, you know, listening. they should be represented, yeah. shouldn't they? Especially the white middle class ones. Yeah. They just don't <laughs> get enough representation. Oh my it's god. It's time they had a voice. It's time. It's their time. <laughs> it this is, is their time. moment. Yeah. This is their moment. That's what I'm saying to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were just talking. Uh, I'm thinking back to that open mic night where you guys met and just serendipity. And uh, I'm so glad that that just sparks something and we talk a lot about friendship on this podcast and you know healthy friendships and and sort of working together being best of friends I mean it it does does that come very naturally I mean is it ever hard work you seem like you could get through any passive aggressive problem by just being hilarious but like do you do you have time apart sort of actively or is it is it all does it all come very naturally um it's a daily struggle (laughs) Yeah, I mean, <laughs> thank God for lockdown. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Um, no, <laughs> no, you bubbled with each other, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and <laughs> of course, and and I think you know that that we are many things to each other in terms of friends, you know, business associates, all the things. And and we have boys who are eleven who who were born eleven days apart, and they're friends and all that sort of stuff. And we've been on holidays together and all those. All those lovely things, but yeah, I think mm. it is a it's it's a it's a different relationship, like a comedy partner relationship. And there's been lots written about it. It's it's a really amazing thing, but also we both we're both ambitious and we both um, you know want to work well. And ultimately, yeah, mm. our friendship and everything is based on liking each other. But also, there's mm. money involved now, you know, as well. Yeah. But mm. but yeah, ultimately, I just want to be Ellie's friend. Like that's the greatest gift. Yeah. that's come out of yeah. this um, and money um, yeah so- we, we spend <laughs> after money money's been great yeah. Oh, yeah yeah also I got a free pair of trainers that I really like but apart from that <laughs> um, yeah no I, I don't we, we do spend especially before the dark times we spend so much time together You, I think you have to really get on and really like each other mm. to you know and we do we do have differences in our personalities but we also have loads in common like we, we both love eating that is a huge part of our oh um, we yeah we love pubs and restaurants and drinking and and ham and that's mm. um that's definitely we've we've always got that but uh yeah did you used to go away like as families together on holidays and stuff um did you ever do well, that we yeah we didn't we, know each I mean, other we, before we had yeah. kids uh, before we started the comedy either did we h no, no, the comedy sort of came first and then we've we've gone on holidays when we've we've had to work. So like when we went to like on festivals mm. and things like that. But right. also, you know, August was traditionally the month that we used to have off and so I think, you know, we we spent a lot of time together and you know, back mm. in the day, I mean, our husbands were polite to each other, but they weren't really 
best friends either so yeah. you know and we've both got other friends outside obviously um, yeah yeah so yes. I, yes. I think that's yeah i think that's it yeah when, when we was when um before so before in the before times kind of thing um going on holiday with helen's family would mean going on holiday with helen's husband and um let's just say i don't want to speak for helen i'm only speaking for myself here but let's just say i look forward <laughs> to many more holidays with helen in the future <laughs> I'd like to do it more often. I'd like to do it more often. Let's just say that. Our our kids get along really well. We went away for a weekend in Kent a couple of months ago and my kids still Mm. speak about it often. They're like, when can we go on holiday with Ellie and Charlie and Pete and Joe again? And we we sang Mm. in the van together. We were having a great time. And it's, 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 you know, that's that's a lovely thing to come of that as well, is that Mm. the kids get along really well and um, that sort of stuff. But, you know, I I couldn't imagine. um, Yeah, we always, when when we're like gorging on our four course meals at the pub we're like imagine being in a double act with somebody who didn't like eating or you know yes. just like, mm. it wouldn't there's so many elements that make it work yeah. and and yeah 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 because yeah. you have yeah. bonding over a pub lunch oh, is yeah. definitely one of them isn't it <laughs> Too right. fantastic but you do have separate projects as well don't you so ellie you're um you're a games journalist is that right and um you have a podcast called extra life with um keza mcdonald who's the Guardian's video games editor, um, interviewing funny and interesting people about gaming. Now, I'm not, I say that sort of incredulously because I'm not a gamer uh, at all, but in the name of research, I had a listen and I liked it. uh, Because, uh, well, because I'll, uh, well, I'll let you explain the the concept. No, 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 say more things about why you like it. That's, I'm enjoying it. Okay. (laughs) Miranda Sawyer said some lovely things about it the other day, didn't she, Ellie, in The Guardian? That was lovely. She did, she did. Ah, okay. So, you know, well, it was, it's a, it was, Funny, interesting. I listened to the one with Tony. Um, Tony Way. Tony Way, the actor. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yes, yeah. Um, and yeah, it was just like really, really nice chat and funny. I mean, obviously you're all funny, funny people. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that, I mean that's that's the goal with it. So why should people listen? Yeah, so it's called Extra Life um, because it's which obviously there's a games sort of gag in there, but also because yeah. it's about. In video games, it's it's about how video games sort of apply to your life and your life experiences. So a bit like Scummy Mummies that we were talking about earlier, like, and ostensibly it's a parenting podcast, but it's not really. It's about mm. lots of aspects of life and, and some of it is relevant to our kids and families, some of it's not. It's a bit like that with this podcast. It's meant to be me and Keza, who and also Keza and I um, are great friends and have known each other for uh, over a decade and a half, I think. Yeah, so we have about, a dynamic... Yeah. We have a dynamic mm. there and it's about us, yeah, talking to funny people about games. And that that's one of the nicest pieces of feedback we've had from a lot of people is that it's not about being an expert uh, or even a gamer. If you don't know about games, hopefully you can still get something from the jokes oh, and also people yeah. talking about their life and their, and their, because we, mm. we have humanity in, in common. And also, do you know what? Most people have played Mario Kart or Sonic or something at, at some yeah. point anyway. So the chances are there'll be something in there that will resonate. Hopefully that's the plan. Mm. Yeah. I do find with a lot of these podcasts, really, no matter what the subject is, if you've got people on it who are passionate and have a connection with each other and there's a dynamic there, a lot of stuff is very listenable to, isn't, isn't it? Even if it's not in your in your field of interest. Yeah. I'll take listenable. Listen, that's the highest I'm aiming for, listenable. <laughs> it's absolutely fine. Doesn't even need to be enjoyable. Just needs to be listenable. Just tolerable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just tolerable. <laughs> bearable. Well, I think, no, I this is a bearable podcast. <laughs> Audible. And Helen, let's talk about your um, ish, your project. Let's talk about your issues. Your issues. No. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about your. How long have you fucking got? Jesus Christ. 
We'll be here all day. The next four hours. Yeah, honestly, I've got so many fucking issues. Yes. <laughs> so your podcast, uh, Fat Lots of Good, and your um, own Instagram sort of account, Helen Wears a Size Eighteen. What, what? When did you start those, and what led you to to starting those platforms? Um, the Helen Wears a Size Eighteen. Um, Instagram account came out of I was writing an article for the Metro newspaper about how lots of big brands don't have a size 18. They go up to a size Mm. 16. And so I sort of did a, you know, sort of a feature double page um, spread, so to speak, for the Metro, sort of questioning why places like Reese and lots of other sort of major high street brands um, when I have money, you know, <laughs> my my fat ass would like to spend some money in these these, these shops. Um, so, um, and when I was talking to the editor of um, Metro, she said, oh, well, it should be like a, you should have something to come out of this, um, uh, what's it called, article. Um, so I said, oh, yeah, I'll start this Instagram account. But I, I had posted a few things on Scummy Mummies about body confidence and, you know, wearing a bikini being a size 18. And they mm. those sort of posts had resonated with a particular community from the Scummy Mummies and I thought actually what I'm saying is quite sincere it's not very funny Mm. Um, so maybe take that into a different space where I can kind of talk to that particular audience and so that's what I did um, and uh, and then off the back of that um, I decided to do a, a series it's like a 20 20 episode series of a podcast called Fat Lot of Good and I interview people about their relationships with their bodies and and I interview you know men young people older people mm. all sorts and and you know um, there was lots of lots of lols but also some pretty hard things about people yeah. the way people feel about clothes and their sex and they're the way they feel naked all that sort of stuff so yeah I think that for me that's that's been a really um fun project but it does feed back into scummy mummies like some of the things that I'll do in that I go oh actually that make a really good sketch or or whatever (laughs) yeah but it's just sort of a separate place where I can be slightly a bit more sincere and I don't feel like you know and I can just talk about my experience as a woman so yeah so Mm -hmm. that's that's been great and I've really enjoyed that and it's you know I don't make much money from it but it's a really fulfilling kind of project so yeah yeah will there be another season of that Helen yeah I think so next year when I've got a bit more time um and yeah so so I've yeah I've got a few people lined up that I want to interview so um yeah I might do another 10 episodes or whatever and that's just something I do with a independent producer and I self-fund it so yeah so that's yeah yeah, it's Mm. great How, how have you guys found doing the podcast remotely have you, we haven't. We, you we always, haven't. Oh, you've um, not. No, we have not. No, no. The, the thing with ours is um, we've always done it in person. And one of the things people mm. say they like about it is that it feels like sitting around a kitchen table having a yeah, bottle of wine yeah. with friends. And we wanted to try and preserve that. So when we knew the second lockdown was coming, we kind of got a load in the bank kind of thing. Yeah. Um, mm. And we've just done stuff like that. And that's that's no judgment on our other podcasts. So I'm aware I'm currently remotely recording one. Um, yeah, but- it's a bit <laughs> awkward, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, we, what we're saying is we think those people are lazy they didn't plan ahead <laughs> and their output is going to suffer the quality is going to suffer um, no for our that's our that's our house style and that's how we kind mm. of uh, kind of like to do it so and also yeah I am I am quite lazy and I'm the technical person so I'm in charge of all the editing and the recording and the sound quality and all of that and I can't be fucked to work out how clean feed works that's like that would take a whole afternoon yeah. no absolutely <laughs> just to make people come around my house yeah. yeah, with our remote recording, what we want to go for is for everyone just to feel a bit detached and uh, like they 
not really like there's no uh, sort of continuity or, or smooth flowing. That's what that's no, what you were going that's for. All, let me tell you, you're style. achieving it. You're doing really well there, guys. You're doing really well. well done. <laughs> so going forward, the Scummy Mummies podcast will go from strength to strength, no doubt. You know, um, and at some point, are we likely to be treated to? scummy grannies i mean are you is that you know you're going to be you're going to be going for a long time <laughs> i hope so like i you yeah. know my you know i look i look up to people like french and saunders who of course you know have done separate projects but they're always back together again and um yeah. i can't imagine not having ellie in my life and, and not doing oh, God, this no. um yeah. so yeah i think i think that's it and but also i think what's really lovely about you know people who come to our show saying oh i've listened to you since the beginning they're, they're sort of invested mm-hmm. in us as friends and 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 they oh, like yeah, absolutely course. and they like yeah. they you know we're not staying the same we both are evolving and and what yeah. i like and i can't I hope this is okay, Ellie. I think it's really nice that both of us are um, revealing a bit more of our truer selves. Like the other day, Ellie did a thing about her very neat knickers drawer, and I love, oh, yeah. and yeah. I love that about that. And I and I think I think I think the older that we get, and the more we we have a mutual trust in our audience, that we can be a little bit more vulnerable with them. And I and I think people really appreciate that. Like. They know oh, that yes. I'm a. Uh, they know that my house is a fucking shit pit, um, and they know they know that I'm a bit of a disaster. But also, I like it when Ellie embraces her alphabetized spice drawer. So I think, and I think that's good. I think that we don't have to. Yeah, and I don't think we have to. We don't have to say, oh, everything's a disaster. And like I've been sharing some of my, like I'm trying to teach myself how to play the piano better, which is I know, not, which I love is, it. which is really unscummy. But also, so many people have said, oh, that made me sit down and play the piano, or some some music teachers going no this is really lovely so I think I think there's a bit of a trust in sort of being a bit more honest and I think people kind of appreciate yeah. that oh god absolutely can I just also touch on I know we're we're keeping you won't keep you much longer but um you ran a half marathon earlier this year Helen yeah. um and Ellie you're doing you were going to do the London Marathon this year but you had knee injury so you're doing it next year yeah. now that doesn't feel like a very scummy mummies thing I actually ran several half marathons but that's fine let's just talk about Helen oh, I, I thought, I about I thought you'd uh, I didn't know that. I she just ran, thought she ran for it. the London Marathon. No, so. no, um, I, I just banged on in about a bit more. No, Ellie, Ellie ran a half marathon, <laughs> I think, in about what it was two hours and 20 minutes, and I did it in two oh, hours. Sorry. I did it in two oh. hours and 50 minutes. Um, right. Um, but, yeah, no, Ellie's a very fast and very good. Um, I'm just saying Have that. you always done enjoyed running, <laughs> though? You. Was that something in your 30s or is it? Have you I did do it a bit before it? I had kids. Yeah, I did. Right. I did but I only, like, couched to 5K and stuff like that. Yeah. And then mm. um, when Bryony Gordon, and lovely Bryony got in touch and said, would we like to do the marathon? Then, yeah, I got mm. really, really into it. And and I got really far and I was like running up to 20 miles before the, the marathon. And then, of course, it was cancelled wow. and then my knees yes. went. So, yeah, I've had to my start knees. again from scratch yeah. doing the couch to 5K. And, yeah, last time I sort of didn't, I didn't want to show off about it. Like we were talking about, I didn't want to show off too much about it because running can be a bit, oh, smug and a bit blah, blah, blah. But actually this time I've gone, do you know what? I'm just going to document yeah. this Couch yeah. 5K thing. If anything, just to, as an accountability thing because it will make me do it, you know. And yeah. I've been astonished, honestly. And all these people have written to us and gone, no, we like the running videos. And like loads of people said, oh, you've inspired me and I'm going to... I'm going to start doing yeah. it. This woman saying she's starting next week because a video I did today and stuff like that. So, what again? What I'm saying is, I am the Michelle Obama of Catford. Is what I'm saying to you. I'm an inspiration. I've always I'm said that, Ellie. I've always said that. You've always said that. You've always yeah. said that. Um, but also, you know, I, I like uh, that Ellie's being more vulnerable. Like, I and I like. 
I think I think I think that we have to, you know, we can trust our audience and trust ourselves that there is yeah, there's that connection. Um, and I think that's yeah. hard. And, it, and you know, when I think I and people love the videos, as I was saying earlier about Ellie and her husband as well. That that's mm. it's cool to for us both to re- represent Ellie being in a relationship mm. and me being on my own. Like I think that's that's mm. really good as well. And I think that's that's the strength in having two people running one Instagram account is that like people will find mm. they're not going to connect with everything that we do, but they'll connect with one of us all the time. And I think I think that's to do with as well that what again that wasn't like I sat down one day and was like I know I'm going to be more vulnerable. Um, it was like. <laughs> I think I love that meeting, Ellie. That vulnerability <laughs> Zoom we did was amazing. Yeah. Was yeah. Uh, my husband was over the moon. Um, no, it was like, <laughs> it's more like a couple of things have happened. One, one thing is this, that Scummy Mummies is more established now and more people do know who we are. And we kind of, there's a sort of safe foundation there. But also I think when we started Scummy Mummies and we got a lot, a, lot, a lot of attention, a lot of people saying, oh, this is a real antidote to this perfect vision of motherhood. And, oh, this is fresh mm. and this is different and this is new. And also my kids were younger. So life was cha- more chaotic and messier and stuff. And now I think my life has changed. My life is a bit less chaotic now, both my kids at school and stuff. But also I think think the general temperament has changed the mood has changed and now it is more about mm. self-care as people like to say mm. and and people understanding <laughs> that as women it's not either or you don't have to be super uptight and yummy mummy but nor do you have to be completely 24 hours a day shambolic never doing any exercise scummy mummy no. we're all yeah as women as humans we're all complex characters who like we're different not things thing, and are different are things exactly, at different yeah. times Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And this morning I went for a run at seven a.m. But I chance I'll be on the safe eating quality street by half past four. That's life. You know, that's where yeah. we are. I know. I, I I went for a walk and um, round Peckham Rye, and then I went and got a cheese and tomato croissant and came home and smoked a fag in the garden. Um, <laughs> I could. I could. And I, that is bad French. <laughs> That's very French. No, that's nice. So, oh, I know. Very uh, French. Merci beaucoup. Um, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, oh, I could do a story about that. But I thought, no, everyone's just being champion and I'm doing running. I think I don't think yeah. you need to see me eating my cheesy oh, croissant no, with my fag. <laughs> Exactly. That's what I think people, I think you should, honestly, because that's. I think that's what people like. They like seeing that yeah. we're not portraying one image all the time. No. Because that's not who we are. No, oh, God, nobody Louise, is, are Louise, they? I think so... we're sitting in on one of their um, meetings. <laughs> you know, like the yeah, vulnerability strategy. zooms. Yes. This is the yeah. yes. vulnerability strategy. <laughs> I, I am just imagining as we're talking about this. I know, obviously, your stuff is not contrived in any way. I don't think you even. Mm. I think you just you you just shoot from the hip, and but almost like a comedy sketch where maybe you'd have like two influencers who claim not to be really contrived but actually are planning every single strategic move like yeah that's going to be our award-winning television show i think thank you very much yeah, yeah we'll yeah. take that oh, well, idea. now uh, what's happening about your television show uh, you, um, well if you could just kill all male tv executives and replace it, them with- it was too womanly or something wasn't too, it yeah. too, too famously we had this thing where we we yeah we had some interest from a channel and then they came and saw the show and it was sold out and it was amazing and we got a standing ovation and there were there were three men who had to say yes a bit like the x factor and uh one of them thought it was great and another, one of the other ones said um, although our, our we have a women's channel um, you're, we're worried your show might alienate a male audience so <laughs> Mm. Well, uh, yeah. We don't want to alienate uh, these men. Though, do you have to go to the door, Ellie? Is that a knock at the door? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'll be right back. It's all right. She, she, okay, while she's away, she yelled at me for yeah. eating chocolate and now she's she's just fucked <laughs> off to the front door. I just want to have my <laughs> word here. 
it's those jumpers you ordered by mistake. Oh, I can. <laughs> so many fucking so we're jumpers. Both, we're both at fault. Both at fault. Okay. Um, so Ellie, um, so while you were talking, actually, um, so I, I uh, thank you for mentioning it. Ran the London Half Marathon on the first of March, mm. and then I found out. Yes my marriage was over on the 4th of March. So I, I stopped running on that day. So I haven't charged my running watch um, since um, since that day, but I decided to charge it right now. And it's really funny that yes. I, it's got it's got London Marathon minus 72 days ago because I, oh. I, oh. I had, which is not correct anyway, but um, it's, um, it, I decided that actually Ellie has influenced me to, because we were both running the London Marathon next October. Is that right, Ellie? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. it is October, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So I've I've I have been influenced by my comedy wife to get back into running. Um yeah. but it, but it was sort of it was sort of a symbolic thing. It's like I kind of, you know, when I went into the the the, the tailspin of finding out about my separation, um I just thought I can't run and I got really into smoking and drinking and (laughs) sitting down and crying. Well, I locked down as well. I mean, you know, the the whole, yeah. Would you know, I thought I was going to, when I heard about lockdown, I thought I'm going to emerge from this like a butterfly. Oh, absolutely. That's what I genuinely, I thought to myself, I'm going to use this time. Mm. And I didn't. I just sat on my arse and... Yeah, did all the things I shouldn't be doing. Mm. You know, I just love what you said there, Helen, about really getting into smoking and drinking. Maybe there could be an app for like how many cigarettes can you actually smoke today, like a yeah. target. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like, like how many steps you've done. Like, I think it's just know, should be called couch to couch. Um, yes, <laughs> couch to floor, <laughs> couch to fifty uh, a day, thank- couch to. 50 <laughs> Catch the five Helen. I'm writing that down. Write down. Write down. down. Go, go. go. (laughs) That's 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 all right. We can have an app 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 chat in the next show. But yeah, I think I think I think that's it. And, And Ellie and I have both talked about how we've responded to how we both naturally respond to crisis and it's that i retreat under a duvet and ellie makes lists um so you know and learn think, italian yeah yeah three <laughs> times a week yeah. um yeah so um yeah. <laughs> and eat chocolate during podcast recordings um so yeah. yeah so um i think i think that's good but again that's that's what balances us out is that you know we mm. both have different responses and and i, I said this on mm. a podcast the other day is that you can't have two race course you can't have two racehorses in a pen. You've got to have a racehorse and a donkey. Um, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> to be just for the full quote, I believe Helen was. You said you can't have two races racehorses because they'll kick each other to death. <laughs> That's right. That is exactly right. Exactly right. It's a quote. It's a quote from Ab Fab and um, and. Um, <laughs> So yes, what I'm saying is Nelly is Patsy and I I am Adina. Um so um but yeah. Even though you I smoke did. more ironically, but I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> you did have your time there, Ellie Gibson, we all know that. Oh I um, had my time, yeah. I definitely, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone's listening and would like to see uh, well, anyone wants I thought you were going to say if anyone's listening and wants to take up smoking please get in touch with Helen <laughs> get in touch with Helen <laughs> oh god that would be brilliant <laughs> <laughs> She's doing a mentoring course, yeah, yeah, uh, really getting right. into smoking in a serious yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> Couch to 50 a day. Yeah. Sure. She's got whole, whole tutorials on the what equipment you need, where to get a nice ashtray. That's, right. uh, That's right, first episode, trip to Marlborough Country. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> Matches or lighters. Like you looking critical. 
holding them up, in, one in each hand. Oh, my God. <laughs> Again, write that down. Write that down. It's me. Write it down. Oh, this is brainstorming. Oh, I know. Going, I know. So yeah, you're not having a percentage. You're not having a percentage. We own it. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> Uh, is there tickets still left for your show at the Clapham Grand on the 10th of December? I believe so, yes. Quick, um, so. yes, buy those tickets. Um, the ticket link is on scummymummies.com, but also you can go to the Clapham Grand. Click through 10th of October. And it's all socially distanced. Very safe, isn't it, Ellie? Yeah. It's a brilliant venue. That all the um, measures that they've taken for this to happen is just incredible. Yeah, they're um, brilliant. Any other gigs coming up? Siren uh, Sester on the 8th of December. And then we've got shows are all sort of kicking off basically from January. We start, I think we've got three nights at the Royal Theatre in Winchester. Mm. Yes, I think and that's nearly sold out as well, isn't it? So, yeah, we've got, yeah. we've got Finchley as well in January and Worcester, or maybe Worcester's not happening, not sure. But, um, yeah, yeah. then Leatherhead in February, hopefully back, back to Clapham, maybe Chipping Norton. And then really from March, um, we've got Seven Oaks, Maidstone, Barnsley, oh. Alveston, Ooh. Sutton Coldfield, Harlow, Newbury, Bath. I mean, yeah, so it's really kicking <laughs> oh, off. Fantastic. In, in and are you going to be back at the um, Edinburgh Fringe this next year? Is that well, happening? Who knows? Do you know? Or? You know yeah. um, basically, I'm hoping to have had all three vaccines by then. Mm. Uh, so assuming yeah. that happens... <laughs> Why? Why not? I don't know. Who knows? They don't know what's going on with yeah, it, so um, no. we can't presume. No, and we, you know, Edinburgh, Edinburgh last year was absolutely phenomenal. But it's a big, it is a big ask. It's a month away mm. from our children because mm. yeah, it's fun like that. Um, so, but, um, <laughs> but we'll see. But it was, it was, it was an amazing experience. But yeah, I guess we'll just, we'll just see how these things go. But yes, God bless all three vaccines. Thank you so much for joining yes. us, Thank uh, Helen and Ellie. Uh, it's been hilarious. I'm sure that people will be frantically finding you online um, as we speak. If they haven't. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, very much. We've got a shop as well, scummymummyshop.com. We've got merch. new Christmas products. <laughs> merch. New oh, Christmas the merch products. is amazing. We've got look, we've got really fun Christmas products coming out. We've got like an apron with Christmas puddings for tits. I mean, that's funny. Oh, it's really, um, it is really funny. We've got some Excellent. jumpers like bra humbug about not wearing a bra. I mean, we laughed when we came up. Oh, with it's hysterical. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hopefully, those jumpers arrived, Ellie. They are the, the jumpers that we're going to take some oh, photos of. Oh, these are Christmas ones. Oh, yeah, open them up. Open, open it up. Fantastic. Yeah, that's a big reveal. Big reveal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, these are worth... We're not charging enough for these. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Fantastic. So thank you so much. Thank Brilliant. you very much. Thank you. Nice to talk to you. Thank you for having thank us. Thank you. Have a lovely Christmas oh, as well. Thank you. Podcast from producer Paul.co.uk. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.